Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 35. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about disruption and change. Through my life, earlier on, I found myself using disruption and change in a way to get positive benefits out of situations and scenarios that I was facing in my life. It happened naturally and organically, and part of my practice of trying to be more present, and it's certainly something I'm always working on and working towards, but in that practice, I was able to identify that disruption and change is something that really works well for me. So whenever there was a scenario in my life where I needed to implement disruption and change, I organically embraced it and and used it in a way as a tool to affect positive outcomes. When I would reflect back on it, I would notice and I would realize and I would identify trends that this is working. This was having positive benefits on my life when I was feeling certain ways. So in today's episode, I want to share some of that, some of my experiences. I want to share what those triggers are when I'm feeling certain ways that trigger for me that aha moment where, okay, I need to use, I need to use disruption and change now. So I'll share those. I'll also share an example and how I addressed it. And also a couple other ideas around how I disrupt my life and how I use it as a tool to affect positive outcomes. So for me, whenever I'm feeling a lack of creativity, if I'm feeling uninspired, if I use disruption or change, it has a way of, I guess... Making me see things in a different light. So if, I, if I'm no longer feeling that, that creative spark and I implement something in my life that's a, like a big change or even just like, you know, a slight change, something that's, that's big enough change to disrupt things, even if it's just like a routine, a change of routine, um... I guess like a good example would be, um, say, instead of, so I, I like to do push-ups as one of my main like um, strength building exercises. If I was starting to feel like a lack of creativity or un, 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 uninspired in some way, maybe I would cut that out and I would try to get out in nature and hike that would be a disruption or a change, in my opinion, that could end up causing you to see things in, in a different light. And it is a good example because I've done this and I would come back from the experience almost enlightened in a way. And I would come back and I would, I would, have, I would see things from, from a different angle, a new perspective. Because it's, 
it's like the change of the habit where you're just getting into a routine and a rut. And just that little change, it's like it forces your eyes to just see things in different colors. It's interesting. So that's something I've, I've definitely done. It's very um, like a minor change, you know, just a, an exercise routine, but it has massive impact. Also, whenever I'm feeling lost, if I'm feeling stagnant or even emotionally drained, I can use disruption or change to actually bring about a feeling of, of being more present in my life. That I feel like I'm not just on autopilot. And I believe it comes back to sort of having novel experiences. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you're doing things and seeing things for the first time, you're, you're seeing them with the quote-unquote childlike eyes, and your jaw would drop in awe sometimes because it's the first time you're experiencing it, and it's beautiful, and it's incredible. So for me, if I implement a change in my life that's big enough to disrupt my life, I, I tend to get a little bit of that back. I start seeing things with childlike eyes. I feel emotionally lifted and I feel more present because it forces you to be present because there's this new experience happening. Even if it's a negative experience, it's a new experience and you can't help but be present for it. And then as a result, everything else changes for me. It's like, it's that catalyst. It's a spark. And, um, just like my example with uh, just an exercise routine, it's so mundane and such a small change, but sometimes it's enough. It's enough to inspire you. It's enough to knock you out of that rut, and it's enough to make you present. And that's what it's all about. Really, the disruption and the change, like I'm saying, is a tool that almost jumpstarts you to be present. And then being present is what actually solves all these issues. So another example I have is sort of like a life in review so far for me. Um, I, was, I was always someone that strives, that would strive for better and better. I think it's like natural. It's just a natural human thing. So I, um, I was always trying to get good marks in school. I was then working really hard to get my degree in, uh, my undergraduate degree. I studied finance and I was in my twenties. In my late twenties, I went for my graduate, my master's. And again, I was striving for that. And then with office work in finance and marketing, I was, I was always striving for more and more and more. And, uh, you know, bagging trophies and just trying to excel so much that it, it very quickly turned into a situation where I felt 
lost and that I was on autopilot and I was not present. I was doing these things because I was trying to get that trophy, that metaphorical trophy. But I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I wasn't doing it because my heart was in it. So I, I wasn't aware of how I needed to be present. I was not really emotionally um, aware of all the benefits of being like that. And I didn't know I was lost. But organically and naturally, I felt that there was dissonance. There, I was, there was unease, and I needed something. And I naturally started gravita gravitating towards travel. And when I was 24, 25, I applied for a job within the company I was working for, and it was based in, in Scotland, and I got the job. In that travel, that this is a massive change. This isn't like changing your, your workout habit at all. This is a bigger change. But I had developed such a emotional debt in my life for all of these years where I was just mindlessly going after the next best thing. So this disruption really was what I needed. And it completely knocked me out of my deep rut that I was in. It was massive. It was life-changing. I changed so much during that time. And and I realized it like after after this, like I, I realized that something was changing in me. And I, I did research and I started understanding all of the benefits of being present and mindful and and then reflecting back on things I was able to see what happened and that the change was what I needed to disrupt my life at that moment and just how beautiful that worked out so I guess it all really depends on how deep your rut is you know how much of the debt you have right now in your life but change can be very much a good thing it should be embraced I do it all the time I definitely embrace it I it's almost like life hacks for me like I, I experiment on myself by changing you know diet routines or eating habits or workouts just little things a lot of the time I don't need to really make massive changes disruptions at the moment but if I got to a point where I needed to, I would certainly lean into that and see it as an option. So just to recap, how to disrupt your life. I'm a big proponent of small change, like the workout routine. Because change begets change. If you start changing a small thing, It'll change another small thing, and that will build momentum. And before you know it, there's some massive changes that are happening. So small change is good. It's great because it's not overwhelming as well. Another idea and tip is to surround yourself with new people. So I find if, um, if, I'm, if I'm lucky and fortunate enough to 
to meet some new amazing people, they inspire me. I met last year some really incredible people. And I've grown so much because of that. You really are a product of your surrounding. And it's, it comes back to that, you know, that who is your pack, that you are like, I can't remember the exact, um, the exact quote, but it's like you are the average of the five people that you spend the most of your time with. It's so true because I changed so much in that time after I met and started really spending a lot of time with these people that were really inspiring to me, that were doing things unconventionally, that were thinking differently, that were present and mindful and really intentional. And it forced me to really do the same in my life. They were, they were so in tune with their values. Everything was calculated in a way that comes back to how does this marry up with what I care about, with my values. And it's infectious. I couldn't help but just do the same in my own world. So that's a, that's a great hack and, a, and a, a tip and something that's worked really well for me is just be, be mindful of who you're surrounding yourself with. It's so important. And then the last thing is to reallocate time differently. Time is so essential and so important. It's the only, it's our only valuable asset. It's the only thing we have is the time on this, this earth, this planet. So if you can reallocate time, even if it's small bits, I'm trying to think of a good example, but maybe, maybe a good example is with me implementing a capsule wardrobe, a personal uniform, I kind of cut out some, some time and like mental energy to choose what I'm going to wear. Now, if I reallocate that energy, and you can make the argument of time as well, to something that I'm passionate about, like playing guitar, then that's a huge net positive. Something that was actually taking energy away from me and arguably is not essential, not really necessary, is like the choosing of an outfit. Frees up some energy and some space in my life that I can reallocate somewhere else, somewhere that inspires me, somewhere that actually propels me forward as a person. So reallocate your energy and your time differently. Look at all the ways that you can do that. If you have, oh, great example. If you have, like, a cell phone bill, a mobile phone bill, or if you have television, any kind of expense that's not essential, cut it out. Because what money is, is your time. If you're working, creating products to sell, or if you're providing a service and getting paid for that, it is all just a, a representation of your time. So if you cut down your expenses, you have more of your time back. And you can use your time to, to explore your, your known passions 
or even better to explore your unknown passions because there's so many it, there's so many people I'm one of them that don't even know what they're passionate about I've just recently started to understand and find what it is that really turns me on and really makes me come alive and that is what this world needs is this more people that have come alive so the more time that you can allocate accordingly to your passions the better we're all going to be <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode and as always keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential thanks for listening If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.